Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Friday there, folks. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. I am your humble host, and today, yeah, we are in store for another fun-filled episode. You know it. You love it. It's a Friday. We're going to have some fun today. Uh, But before we go ahead and have some fun talking about libertarian messaging up in New Hampshire and all fun things New Hampshire with a U.S. Senate candidate, want to go ahead and yes, for uh, one official last time, and that is a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is the Expat Money Show. Now, while the Expat Money Show is going away as our sponsor after the past three months, uh, that does not mean that the mission that the Expat Money Show is bringing to the table is done because we have an amazing event taking place in November we're going to talk about. But before we get there, I got to get you interested in the Expat Money Show because our good friend Mikel Thorpe, he's going to help you protect the money you worked so hard to earn from ambulance chasing lawyers, nefarious creditors, and greedy unjust governments because he helps people just like you invest internationally secure second passports and residencies, eliminate that tax bill, and take advantage of offshore structures so you can travel the world freely and never have to worry about money again. And I mentioned it, yes, over at the Expat Money Show, not only are you going to have years of experience brought to you every single episode from our buddy, uh, ex, uh, Expat, yes, leader, uh, Mikel Thor, but also uh, you can head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat, join Mikel and amazing speakers across the board in the world of expatriation over at the Expat Money Summit, November 7th through November 11th, five days 30 expert speakers, amongst them the one and only Congressman Ron Paul. And uh, guys, I will be talking about this in depth uh, next month with uh, Mikel. He's going to be joining us here at the end of September as we get closer to November. But I just got to give you a heads up. There are limited spots for this virtual summit. So please head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat and get your tickets today. All right, folks. So it's Friday. Um, Of course, it would not be a fun Friday without some controversy taking place in the world of libertarian politics. Heck, let's go ahead and talk about it. Joining me on the show today, Jeremy Kaufman. He's joining us from the free state of New Hampshire. Jeremy, welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. It is great to be here. I'm not sure I've had uh, the press uh, talk about uh, me or libertarianism uh, from so many different angles uh, and so many different outlets in one week. Uh, So, yeah, what a week. Welcome back to the show, my friend. So you're obviously a a very noted figure across libertarian, but also in the entrepreneurial space uh, worlds. Let's talk first. You are the head of Library and uh, Odyssey, which are helping lead the fight to uh, allow us to continue to communicate freely on the Internet. And on the political side, not the head of Odyssey uh, currently. I I was involved in Odyssey, but I'm not the head of just to be clear that that's Julian Chandra now. Uh, but yes. yes. And, and then on the political side, you are running for U.S. Senate as a big L libertarian up in New Hampshire. Uh, now, we just had Bruce Fenton on the program. He's one of the, I think it was like nine or so Republicans who were primarying up there. Uh, the the Is it the incumbent that you're currently going? Is he going against? It's someone up there who's basically a rhino, right? No, it's a Democrat. Oh, shoot. Really? Who's the Democrat? I forget. Uh, Maggie Hassan. Oh, I thought she was a Republican. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, and that I mean, wasn't a joke, is, by the way. She, yeah, no, it's I don't no, Well, it's funny because she is. Well, she is like one of the more centrist Democrats. I mean, Democrats still vote with Democrats at the end of the day. So she's so she's certainly. Um, I'm not trying to say she's any way good. They're all terrible. Uh, but she is like she did a. She went down and did a border wall ad. 
uh, to tell you about where she's at uh, in terms of how she thinks she can win this election. She could have just gone up to the Canadian border and had fun up there, but then yeah. she'd just be stopping drug smugglers and yeah. poutine. Uh, so, so that's, so that's, that's a, why I'm laughing. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, because she does she does act, she does try to act like one at times or present herself like one because uh, she thinks that's the way to do it. So you're running obviously as the uh, the, the foil there as a big L libertarian, and uh, I would love if you could because you've been on the show a couple times. Um, and the audience we've we've grown since you were last in the show, so there's a lot of new folks here in the audience. So first, let's kind of give you a chance to reintroduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience. What's kind of been your path here in this liberty movement, and and where you find yourself today? Not just now running for office as a big L libertarian, but also having quite a big uh, influence in Libertarian Party of New Hampshire politics. Yeah, well, honestly, and uh, I, I'm very excited about the, the future of the LP and where we're going and everything that's been going on within the Libertarian Party. But if I'm being honest, I, that in terms of me and my involvement, like I've got that like around third, uh, like, you know, free state is uh, libertarian wise, like politically, like that's my uh, biggest thing. I think that's a way for libertarians to, you know, actually win. I think my campaign here can make a difference in New Hampshire, can have an impact. It's a part of that. It's playing a role in that. But the real strategy for libertarians is this libertarian concentration strategy. Uh, and then also my work, uh, which uh, while is uh, valuable to people regardless of their political uh, persuasion, is probably the most important thing that I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing. Uh, so in, in the liber in um, that's still somehow, you know, in that libertarian sphere, right? That's not like my personal life. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um I think that, uh, you know, the, the, this, there's a lot of attention paid. There's a lot of this drama around you know, various libertarian party, uh, you know, messaging uh, stuff. But if you're a libertarian, if you're in a libertarian, if you're in the libertarian party, like the things that I've been doing with, uh, 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 with my work, you know, that's a real libertarian effort, right? That's helping uh, keep, keep people online uh, at a time uh, when you know, the, even our, you know, our heroes, you know, Ron Paul, um, Tom Woods, um, people that were, you know, adjacent, but putting out uh, a message, uh, you know, Dr. Robert Malone, Brett Weinstein, these were all, all these people were getting censored. Uh, we were the people uh, who were helping keep these people online uh, and, uh, and available. Uh, and the, you know, press, uh, is, you know, paints me uh, and, the, and the company as extremists uh, uh, for doing it. I mean, it's, uh, it's upside down. Uh, but this is, you know, this is something, some of the messaging stuff can be divisive. I mean, this is something that should be universal, right? Like, we, this isn't something that libertarians should be divided on. This is a good thing uh, that these people are allowed to be, uh, you know, out there and, and still speaking and communicate. Yeah. Oh, and let's, um, I mean, heck, you, you, you mentioned the divisive stuff. Let's go to the fun topics of today, <laughs> shall we? Because, oh my gosh, if you were to head over to Twitter, you would swear that libertarian, uh, libertarian world was on fire. So really quickly, I am going to share my screen here. And uh, this is over on, it is LPNH, Libertarian uh, Party of New Hampshire, the official page up in New Hampshire. Happy holidays. Picture of McCain, uh, Megan McCain crying at her father's casket. This has set um, the world on fire. Now, I, I tweeted earlier today that there is a difference between bold messaging and toxic messaging. I think this is more towards uh, the toxic approach to messaging versus, and I want to share an alternative video. Now, this is something I think is phenomenal messaging. This is something that, Jeremy, you did over uh, for your campaign. This was uh, when you were you're looking to okay. raise some awareness. I didn't put Brian up to this. I want to be clear. He didn't. No, I, this was part of the, the shtick for today. So this is an ad. It's 57 seconds. By the way, folks, if you want to check the video of this, got to make sure you're checking us out here on YouTube and, of course, over on Odyssey. Take a listen.
They say to dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And I want to become a lizard person. I would like to rule you. I'd like to lie to your face and then do something else because it benefits me. I would like to be as corrupt as possible. I would like to enrich myself and then tell yours for your own benefit. I'm Jeremy Kaufman and I'm running for U.S. Senate. I wanted to, to show that as a foil is because what that ad did is it made me smile. It made me laugh. It made me feel good. It made me really laugh at the ridiculousness of you dressing in a, in a lizard costume, but identifying the reality of, yeah, there are people in DC who could not give a crap about you and, and, and you're doing it so tongue in cheek versus what just felt as an obvious approach to just toss bombs, ruffle some feathers and, and make people upset, cause some some strife in, in the, the ranks, and I don't find that to be maybe as successful. So, Jeremy, talk to me. We have two different approaches to uh, to marketing here. What's your uh, what your gut telling you for uh, maybe a better approach? Well, so thank you, and I don't mean to immediately jump to a, a tangent, but uh, <laughs> or beat a horse, but just to show how the how the press will uh, cover libertarians when they, in this Reuters article, which a uh, front page of Reuters. Yep, they said they described that ad as. Uh, a bizarre ad that appeared to endorse a conspiracy theory, um, uh, and they just and all they did was put a picture of it, right? They they didn't they didn't let you play it and decide for yourself, right? Uh, they said that Kaufman appeared in a bizarre ad that referenced the conspiracy theory of, right? so, <laughs> and it was so, it was a bizarre ad if we're going to give them okay, some, uh, uh, some fair, okay. but fine. But, but like, it the was point fun. Is the, the way that they the way that they talked about it, yes. right? Like they talked about it in a way that was basically like, you know. Um, discouraging you from even uh, interacting. It's with not you. worth the time of day yeah, to even yeah, watch. Yeah. yeah. No, now look, I agree with you, of course. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's funny. I think it's a great ad. I think a lot of people get it. And I think it's, um, um, uh, and, and I think it's a message um, that can work. Um, what I'll say is that like, that we're uh, a, a small uh, a team of people uh, uh, here in the, um, uh, Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. It's a team of people. It's a team of people that work on the ads. It's a team of people that do um, uh, uh, the tweets. It's not all the same people, but there's a bunch of us uh, that are involved here. But, you know, like it's a pretty improvisational um, kind of, of thing. Um, and this is all that we have. Because, um, you know, whenever we're, only, we're not going to get the press, uh, you know, to give us any kind of uh, uh, fair shake. Uh, you know, we don't have the money uh, to uh, flood, uh, you know, the market with with ads. Um, social media is our best chance to to get the message out there in an uh, in an effective way, um, uh, effective in terms of like accomplishable with the resources that we have. Um, but I think that like we do, uh, you know, uh, let's let's uh, let's take it as a given, although this is not um my actual position, but let's take it as a given that, uh, uh, pe that that tweet is, uh, bad. People didn't like that one. There's other ones that LPNH has done that people didn't like. There's tweets that other LP affiliates have done, uh, that I don't like. Uh, there's, um, look, there's LPNH tweets that other people at LPNH have done that I don't love. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest about it. 
Um, but let's let's but let's talk about this kind of thing because um, I, I, you know, how do we deal with this? Because the idea that there's any kinds of rules in terms of how this outrage uh, works, that it's not selective and not politically motivated, like is obviously completely fake, right? Uh, like here in New Hampshire, uh, we've had um, uh, Democrats, literally elected Democrats, say absolutely insane uh, uh, stuff, uh, like in extermination type, uh, uh, you know, uh, type language um, uh, that we're uh, like, I'm trying to remember all, some of the exact phrasing um, um, that they've used, but stuff that you couldn't say about literally anyone uh, uh, or any group, uh, if, you know, encouraging uh encouraging violence um encouraging uh things that are like insane right and no one bats an eye no one's going to pay uh uh attention to it so it's not like there's any kind of consistent principle uh here it's used in a in a in a one-way um kind of 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 street and i don't i don't believe that uh this this sort of like uh uh, these people, um, you know, taking um, taking offense in this way. Um, I don't believe that there's, you know, actually some substantial contingent of these people who are, you know, out there like gasping, like, oh, I'm never going to vote libertarian now. I don't, I don't believe that those people were, uh, you know, uh, were, were going to be. Um, so I think that there's, uh, there's going to be some misses the way that we've got to do this kind of thing, which is this bottom up experimental messaging, trying to figure out what can go viral on, on uh, social media, so we've got so we've got to have a way of, of dealing with this and being like, well, you know, like yeah, that one, uh, yeah, that one wasn't the greatest, but like this is it's every every message put out by every affiliate or put out by every libertarian or every candidate running for office. Like we can't, we obviously can't all be responsible for everything that every other candidate or um, you know or uh, affiliate says. Um, and this like this one, this one is not some kind of universal principle that you can't uh, mock people who are dead. People mock people who are dead all the time. I, I believe that this image has been tweeted multiple times in the past, not even by LPNH, but by other groups or other things. And it never generated this kind of uh, 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 controversy before. Um, so I think it's all kind of uh, fake, to be honest. In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. So I guess my two cents. I just, I don't feel it like what, let me, let me give my opinion by asking a question. What was the goal of this tweet? And I know you, you, we weren't the author for this, but like if, if we were to ask just across the board, like before we hit the send button, what is the goal to go viral because we're causing outrage or is it to actually change people's hearts and minds? Like it's one thing to show the impacts of a McCain blood-soaked foreign policy and to, to go after that, I think 100%, but I don't find this to be as effective in accomplishing the goal of getting more people on our side. So I guess going back to my question, like 
what was the goal? Was the goal to ruffle feathers or to actually get people to be like, hmm, maybe I should consider libertarian non-interventionist foreign policy? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, to be clear, I have no comment on whether or not I did the actual uh, tweet. Uh, you know, LPNH's stances that we're not, uh, you know, we're not uh, uh, disclosing or talking about that that kind of thing. Um, uh, so, um, but the uh, in, ter- in terms of why um, you're you're uh, doing these kinds of things, um, I think well, with ones that are in this in this category, right? I think you are trying to. Um, uh, uh, you know, skirt a line with a message that a lot of people uh, would actually agree with, uh, uh, which in this case, I suppose, would be something like these people um, are like horrible and evil and it's okay to, uh, you know, uh, like mock them and laugh at them and treat them with absolutely no respect, you know, whatsoever. Um, uh, that they're, uh, you know, and you're, you're having that be, uh, you know, uh, part of your brand. You're saying that's what you, you know, um, uh, would uh, would stand for and hoping that that's something that other people um, uh, agree with. Like, you know, it's like I there's if you can if you can laugh and mock at, um, you know, um, uh, bin Laden or there look at how people laughed in, when Margaret Thatcher died. If you want an example of how how people will treat uh, just like a fairly uh, mainstream conservative figure. Uh, if you, you know, this is, uh, it's, you can say that, um, it's, uh, you know, um, macabre or whatever, but, uh, like it's, it's, it happens all the time. It's, it's very normal. Um, and so like, to me, these, these people, I also think I will say, and this was perhaps a miss, like, I don't think that tweet was intended to specifically be making fun of, uh, 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 Megan. I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, you know, speak to the the uh, mind or intent pound or whatever. So I think, uh, like, I'm not, but I'm not certain about that. But um, yeah. Anyway, I think that's what it would be. And I just, um, I, I, I yeah. hate that we're having this conversation. Frankly, yeah. like, I wish that we could be focusing on, like, hey, here's the amazing things that libertarians are doing for the state of New Hampshire, for the state of Indiana, and just, like, you know, just talk about that stuff versus like a controversial tweet. Like, I think if we were able to avoid a lot of our own self-inflicted injuries, we would find not not only more success, but I think we'd also find it easier to build coalitions on some of the most important things. And, and I mean, let's use an example, right? Corey DeAngelis is going around the country right now helping get people aware about school choice. And we want people to be on board with school choice, but if they instantly have a gut reaction because maybe back in 2008, Barbara was a, uh, you know, more a, a an interventionist uh, Republican and she liked John McCain. And well, maybe she's had a change of heart and now she's more non-interventionist and maybe she's considering voting for a libertarian and she gets a little weary because now she's seeing this on social media. Now, is Barbara on social media? I don't know. This is completely yeah. hypothetical, right? Well, it's but this just, is it's tricky. something this that also- I think we need to be aware of. This also gets into some like New Hampshire specific stuff in terms of Fair. where, you know, New Hampshire, like we already have a, a school choice bill that is quite comparable to Arizona's. We already have a Republican Party that uh, is nearly universally in favor of school choice. Right. So like, you know, the the actual libertarian position on schools would be, uh, you know, either uh, at a minimum, don't fund them above the municipal level. You know, either abolish them entirely, or certainly no funding above the above the municipal level, right? Like, why is one city paying for another city's you know, um, um, right. you know schooling via this higher level state mechanism? You know? um, so, 
uh, like, it, it, you know, we, we do think within the state of New Hampshire that like our partially our job with the libertarian party is to be taking, you know, the, the absolutist, like the pure libertarian, um, stances. Like if we're taking the Gary Johnson stances, there's already 150, you know, Gary Johnson's right. Bruce Fenton's in the Bruce Gary Johnson lane. Although I think Bruce is actually a better than Gary Johnson. Uh, but, but Bruce, you know, he's in that lane in the, in the sort of like, um, you know, um, um, uh, kind of thing. Right. So it's like, what, what, I mean, what's the libertarian party of New Hampshire, uh, you know, doing. And I think, I think one of the roles we can play within the state sort of political ecosystem is, um, is being, you know, is being the most libertarian, um, um, you know, uh, uh, voice, which I'm not saying that tweet necessarily served the purpose of or whatever, but in terms of the, in terms of the, this sort of how there's all this political stuff playing out, um, um, I, I see that as part of the role the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire plays is to be that is to be this like very loud libertarian voice um, if it, uh, it, that both hopefully pulls Republicans our way, creates political space for them to appear more moderate. You know, like if school like, like, like make school choice look like the moderate position. Right. School choice is the moderate position. You know, um, uh, <laughs> uh, abolition is the libertarian position. Um, uh, so I there's a there's a sense in which we're trying to, to do that a bit. Uh, as well. Yeah. Well, and let's um, let's talk about the, the libertarian alternative for, for Senate up there in New Hampshire. Jeremy, you're running for office. So obviously uh, you, you are a little uh, maybe vested in this, the success of the libertarian party up there in New Hampshire. So talk to the voters specifically up in the live free or die state. I know we had Bruce Fenton on the program, so they're familiar with some of the issues. But uh, as we're going towards the end of the conversation, let's kind of direct folks to specifically why you're running for office and, and why maybe your campaign should be a better alternative versus the uh, GOP or uh, in this case, I guess, the Gary Johnson of the GOP, Bruce Fenton. I don't think you'd, you'd enjoy that, I, that name so much, Je Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't trying to dig a Bruce. Bruce and I are friends. Uh, and look, if, um, uh, if, if Bruce Fenton wins the Republican primary, uh, you know, we'll figure out, uh, we'll, fi we'll, we'll figure out some things. Um, uh, but the, the odds, uh, there's decent odds, at least the betting markets. Uh, I'm not trying to uh, say, you know, that it's probably going to be someone who's, who's pretty weak. Uh, so it's going to be two, uh, bad choices. It's going to be two choices who are going to be, um, very pro, honestly, both, they're both going to be pretty pro government. Um, they're going to be terrible on, uh, uh, the drug war. Uh, they're going to be terrible on, uh, you know, inflation uh, and uh, your Federal Reserve and sound money and separation of money and state and all these things. Like, you know, all of the most important uh, issues um, they're going to be terrible on. And I think we have the ability to make them talk about them. I think we have the ability to get ballot access for the party. I think and have already demonstrated that with some of the messaging that I've been doing, um, we can get, uh, you know, national uh, attention. I, you know, I, Brian, and this is something I'd be curious to get your uh, uh, opinion on. Seriously, um, uh, that so the lizard one is probably the tamest of my ads in the mm. sense that it's it's really not edgy at all. No, it's it's actually gotten the least views of all five of them, I believe. Um, mm. And the one that's arguably the edgiest, which is War is Gay, uh, got has gotten the most. That one's pushing a million, I believe. Um, so. Uh, I don't know, you know, uh, what do I do with that information? Uh, because I actually agree. I think the lizard one is the most broadly appealing at. Yeah. I mean, it, 
what to do with it. I think it's yeah. it's um it's interesting data, but I would also say that you you're still getting more data and you're still yeah. doing more ads. So as you do more ads, it might have been just especially at the time too, right? Like we were going through at that point in time a big cultural conversation when your ad came out about a lot of the the social issues that have been pushed from the left. And and you know, I think that maybe helped push your ad also up into um, the conversation, especially with uh, the the Biden administration going to uh, more of the the pro war approach at that time too. So yeah, I mean, it might be a matter of where, when your ad went out and what was happening around the world. Um, but also, I mean, yeah, to your point, there are things that we need to, as libertarians, be the alternative voice, not just a different voice, but truly a principled, different voice that people have not heard before. And sometimes it requires us to, to smack them out of their slumber. And, and whether it's making them laugh, I guess making them upset, uh, there's a lot of different approaches we're seeing uh, leveled out there. So folks, it's up to you, I guess. Whatever one you're feeling has is having the most success. I guess it's also TBD when we look at the uh, the data, but hey, I guess that's a story we're going to find out here in very soon, uh, especially as we're getting towards 2022 elections. So Jeremy, please, if folks want to go ahead and support you, support the campaign, we're going to go ahead and uh, continue the conversation. Uh, so you can go to my campaign website at jeremy4nh.com. Uh, uh, all of my videos are available on both my YouTube channel and my Odyssey channel. You can just put my name in, in quotes into search engine. It'll come up right away. Uh, um, uh, and I'm also very active on Twitter at, at Jeremy Kaufman on Twitter. And uh, if I haven't said enough, come visit New Hampshire. Come check out New Hampshire. I'm always um, happy to answer questions, help people um, uh, uh, come up for a visit, uh, you know, this kind of thing. Like, I think people who uh, also come up here and check out what's going on up here, they'll kind of get it a bit more uh, because things really are uh, a lot different up here versus uh, the rest of the country. All right, folks. Well, there's your call to action. We'll make sure we include all those links there in the show notes. Also, folks, if you want to go ahead and uh, check things out over at BrianNicholsShow.com. Well, number one, if you're on your podcast app, click the little artwork in your podcast catch. It will bring you right over to the website where you can find the entire episode plus the entire transcript for the episode. And oh, by the way, you'll find our link to YouTube. Now, YouTube did uh, nuke one of our videos recently because for reasons. Uh, we'll find out. I'm waiting to see what the uh, the appeal says. But in the meantime, obviously, folks, if you want to continue to make sure that you're catching all of our amazing episodes, head over to Odyssey. Give us a subscribe there as well. And also, please continue to support the program. It's how we keep the lights on here. Head over to Patreon. Become a $5 supporting listener. And with that being said, folks, thank you for an amazing week of episodes. We've had uh, five amazing guests this week. Uh, ending here yesterday, we had Marsha Enright talking about Teaching Freedom, what a great conversation. If you missed it, I'll make sure I include that for you right here so it's easy for you to find. But that's all I have for you today. Thank you for joining us, folks. With that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Jeremy Kaufman. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't 
forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to The Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.